1: monday night best ball here at spike week unfortunately you don't get eric by for but fortunately you get b kurt from spike week myself from spike week and we're going to jump into what i think is the best starters draft for anybody that's entering best ball and still a ton of fun for veterans so without further ado let's get into it What's going on, B. Kurt? Thank you for joining me on this lovely, lovely Monday night as the weather is getting warmer to do this DK draft. How is your best ball, Cezanne, going? Uh, Not great because you're muted. So that's number one. Number one, it's not going great. Go well,
2: ahead. it is going great. The <laughs> mute thing on the computer wasn't showing, so that's really embarrassing. But draft season's going great. I'm 65 draft deep on DraftKings. Um, I've really kind of found the flows in the pockets of the draft that I'm excited for. And the last time you and I drafted Mm -hmm. We were pretty off in some spots, so it's going to be really interesting to see. We're drafting in the $3 tonight, not the $10. So I wonder how our strategies are going to align with a little bit of a smaller final. So I'm pretty excited for tonight.
1: Yeah, I think it's interesting to do this particular tournament because I think there's going to be a lot of people, again, getting into best ball this year. And they're going to wonder where they want to start and everything like that. And between all the sites, I think there's plenty of great options But particularly, this option is is really, really good. It's a $3 tournament on DraftKings. But the caveat to this is, not only is it a cheap tournament, it's only a 20-entry max on this. So you're not going to be fighting against people that are maxing out the entire tournament. You know, the classic, if I had 150 lineups, you know, I'd win a tournament as well. You can max this tournament out for $60. $60. Which I think is is just absolutely phenomenal for best ball, and I think it's a great great place to start. And I'm sure once this fills, they'll be running another one as well. I'm trying to find the payout structure on this. I don't really know where to find it, but
2: um, I do know it is 50k up top.
1: It's 50k up which top.
2: Is pretty exciting.
1: That's nice for three dollars. It's it's a 600k guarantee. Round one is a 12 player. The top two advance. Right. And then round two is the first playoff week. It's one out of 12. Round three is one out of 12. And then there's 275 person final. So I think this structure is perfect for a starter. And, And I don't even think you have to be a beginner. It can be anybody jumping into this tournament.
2: Yeah, absolutely. This is actually the contest I won last year, so it holds a special place in my heart. I'm glad we're streaming this.
1: Oh, even better. I did not know you won this particular one, but here we are. All right, so why don't we just jump right into it? Let's go ahead and fire this bad boy up. We will enter this tournament and get it rolling. Um,
2: We'll just pay the $3 instead
1: of using the crown.
2: yeah, you got to get those all those quarterbacks, wide receivers, click them for your one crown each. That way you can enter <laughs> more best ball tournaments.
1: That's right. They are doing that little there's on DK, they're doing a um like this challenge thing where as you draft certain players, you get rewarded a crown or multiple crowns. So make sure you're looking into that and clicking on that to do it. Um, what is there anything you're looking at differently now versus when you started drafting teams for this year?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So I am, I was pretty anti the elite quarterbacks, especially in the second round when DK launched. Um, the second round quarterbacks are really growing on me because I still think you can have your cake and eat it too. Like there's plenty of wide receivers, elite tight ends are even going late. Uh, I know you said the other day, you're not a super Kittle guy, but like Kittle, a pits, like even those guys to tag on with an elite quarterback, like you can make some pretty awesome teams because for some reason, even though we are full point PPR running backs are still getting pounded in the early rounds. So that almost is like lessening the impact and the cost of the elite quarterback to me.
1: Yeah, I totally see that. I have a question in chat that I really like, and I'll talk about Kittle in a second. Which Miami tight end would we take for the crowns? And he says, just do Smythe. And yeah, maybe throw in a a two Smythe stack in one of your tournaments. I wouldn't go nuts doing it, but I don't think it's like worst case scenario taking Smythe in the 18th, 19th, 20th round.
2: Here's a little best ball hack that I saw people talking about in the Spike Week Discord. You can enter a $1 sit and go and draft your Durham Smythe there, and it still counts. You don't have to waste a tournament (laughs) bullet.
1: Nice. Um, So we are drafting eighth because we are not allowed at spike week to... Draft anywhere above the eighth spot, so that's where we'll be heading to for this particular draft. But I don't think eighth is bad. I still think I usually get a player that I like in that spot. I don't really have the galaxy brain too too much there.
2: Eighth is pretty interesting. It's almost like the end of a tier, so I yeah. feel pretty good there.
1: Yeah, I, it's interesting you say that because I feel like to me personally. Jefferson and Chase are their own tier last year. I think we had five players in that top tier this year. I think it's two. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think there is like this range, the second tier, which is CMC Kelsey cup Hill digs AJ Brown for me particularly. And I understand if you want to put Austin Eckler in there as well, but there is like a large group of that tier and trying to figure out what I want to do with that one is been leading me to a lot less CMC than you would think because of just how much I like the wide receivers, particularly in
2: that tier. I've found myself steering away from CMC, even in the top three. Yeah. If I go third and he's there, I it makes it a really tough build for me with mm-hmm. especially with my drafting tendencies.
1: Yeah, and it's not even like a a slight on CMC, right? It's more of a, it's just everything else around him. It's it's a fade that you're not trying to do with intent is what I would say. It's just everything else around him. I don't know what's going on right now. Supposedly we're drafting, but we're not. So there there we we go. go.
2: Um, one interesting thing about the 49ers, which I haven't really seen talked about much, is the 49ers actually have 20 less prep days than their opponents this year with just how the schedule worked out and their bye worked out. So mm-hmm. they're that's the biggest gap in the league. So they have the least amount of rest on average going into games. What does that in my head make me think? Maybe that's a little bit more of a timeshare with Eli Mitchell than people are drafting for
1: yeah i mean mitchell we do see going in a range that people are making bets on mitchell but i I see your point on the cmc side of that we do see him go fourth off the board we actually see travis kelsey go third overall here followed by cup for the fifth pick and all
2: right and we got a few friendlies in the chat fritzy is uh probably in our chat i know he hangs out in the spike week discord moxie and I'm not yeah. sure if anybody else out there is in the draft. Let us know.
1: Yeah, Toast looks familiar. He's got the Felix Best Ball Nation game gamer pick. Do we want? Okay, so interesting take care. I think there's three guys. We have 15 seconds roughly. Yeah. Eckler, Diggs, Brown. Who do you like the best?
2: Uh, I probably would go Diggs, but if you want to go Brown, I'm super into that too.
1: Um, we'll go Diggs. Okay. I I, I have a lot of A.J. Brown, so we'll see how we build out this Stefan Diggs build. I have noticed, the difference I've noticed, and I know you're not allowed to draft on underdog in your state, the quarterbacks are dropping on underdog, but I haven't really seen that happening on DK, and I still see the QB snipe happening quite frequently on DraftKings, where you can set up a double stack and it doesn't matter, somebody's going to snipe that quarterback, so... Certain teams I don't care about it so much with. I was, I did a draft the other day where I had, um, I had Pitts and Drake London, and I was like, I, why do I need Ritter on this team now? I just don't. So (laughs) those, I mean, that's a, that's a specific one, but Pitts and London
2: come to the dark side and join me on the same team. Yes. Yes. All right,
1: so after Diggs, we see Brown-Eckler go. C.D. Lamb, who's been getting pushed up to this 111-112 spot quite frequently. Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: yeah, Dennis came through and got his Week 17 stack started.
1: There you go. There you go.
2: Oh, I'm yeah. surprised Barkley went there. Um, seen him drop a few times or last day while he talks about his contract situation publicly.
1: Hmm. Yeah, we can get into that in one second. We are on the clock. What is your What is your thoughts here? Do we want to do the Allen stack?
2: If there was a receiver I liked, I would have probably tried to sway you that way, but I'm cool with Allen stack here. Like,
1: or do you want to grab an RB? Eh.
2: Josh Allen sounds fun.
1: Josh Allen, another quarterback that I don't think I've drafted on DK yet, which is interesting. So there we go. Um... Yeah, we do get a big wide receiver run in this draft. As we can see, there was a, you know, seven out of the last nine picks were wide receivers and not super commonplace on DK. So I think that tells you what kind of room we're in currently.
2: Yeah, the room is currently pissing.
1: Yes, yes.
2: If T Higgins is going at the 2-6.
1: Gotta get your guys. And we do see Hertz go. With Tyree Kill here, which leaves the Mahomes being the last of the top three quarterbacks. I don't really want to talk too much about the elite quarterbacks because I do it every freaking show, but I am still working through some stuff on both sites, actually, on the stuff I've been talking about for DraftKings, and I've been working on if it makes more sense to draft them in underdog because of not just your team but like the season-long stuff that we have going on over there Mm -hmm. where you can and if you look at like patrick mahomes he scored a 100 more points than the qb5 last year so if you're looking at trying to win some of these regular season things and advance your team these top three quarterbacks might make a lot of sense we'll talk about it at another time though anything else has jonathan taylor been dropping in a lot of your drafts as well
2: i've seen pictures of him dropping i've only seen him actually drop that far one time and i paired him with chase and i was pretty ecstatic about it
1: i think recently i've gotten him in the third round twice which is real interesting and the other thing i'm wondering though is along with the quarterbacks, is some of these guys dropping to the third round does it matter in terms of teams we've already drafted because they're just kind of flip-flopping with guys we were taking in the third round. So are we still just getting the same roster constructions? Taylor might not be because he's probably falling to a range that you're getting the, you know, the first few picks are getting him late. In the second or early in the third versus him going early in the second so that might flip some constructions but some of the other players i don't know if it matters too much right now
2: no it sure doesn't
1: all right we are going to be coming up on the clock here in a second and there is a guy on board that i want to get your take on after we draft and we might actually have to talk about him okay right away but As we wait for Ari Gold to draft, he's got five seconds left. He drafts Brees Hall. That's actually who I want to talk about. Okay. Where do you want to go here? Do you like Calvin Ridley? Is third round too high for him?
2: So I think it's fine. I mean, we're kind of in this kind of awkward tier that you guys even talked about in your bulldog draft. It translates to DK. So Mm -hmm. I would probably try to set up a Jags double or the Chargers double.
1: Okay. Okay. Is there a preference?
2: Whatever you'd like. I'm pretty indifferent.
1: We'll do Ridley on this one, and we'll see what we can do. So, Brees Hall. What are you doing with Brees Hall right now?
2: Uh, I'm seeing him slip into the end of the third, even further than he did here, and into the fourth, and I'm just clicking draft. Yeah. Just clicking it. If we get Brees Hall news in a month or two, like, hey, he's going to be on PUP, fine i'm not going to have an outrageous amount that it will be the end of the world if he misses six games but six games from your end of third round pick isn't the end of the world it's really not
1: i agree with that my concern is what is he after he comes back it's not a suspension it's an injury that he's coming back from it's a knee injury it's a running back we've seen like two guys that have come back and produced right away and adrian peterson Who's a freak of nature was one of them. So I'm concerned, and with some of the news that broke this week, it was little tidbits about a, a Banacanda. Yeah. Being in line to start if Brees Hall's not ready to go. Like, why is that news trickling out already? Is my question. So I think I'm gonna be fading Brees Hall going forward, and I think I'm gonna be fine with it. And he's one of those guys, if he beats me, kudos to him. For coming back from the knee injury but i'm i'm not going to go chasing it with Brees hall is what i've decided personally. i think that's
2: fair and i prob like i probably don't take him above ridley there but if he drops a couple more picks it's kind of dropped into that next tier for me mm-hmm. like him and etn i'm going to take him over etn every time
1: yeah i mean i guess i'm just probably going to be smashing wide receivers a little bit more so yeah. i understand that philosophy yeah. Do we want to grab care
2: uh, for the double? Yeah, let's do it. Oh, okay. So well, well you say draft wide receivers more. I am a, a wide receiver extremist. <laughs> so, like, the chances I have much breeze is not likely.
1: Uh, here's a question for us Do you guys like Amon Ra Pollard correlation at the 11 12 spot more so on underdog with the half PPR? What's your take on that?
2: So, I want. To get Amon Ra Pollard teams. I mm-hmm. want to have them. I'm waiting to draft that until August, probably. Because we could get it every single time if we want it today. Yep. If let's say the Cowboys bring back Zeke or something like that, I'm not personally concerned, but I could see other drafters being concerned. And can I then start CD amon Ra Pollard?
1: Right, get the whole. So,
2: I kind of want to see how the Cowboys roster shakes out for another month before I start bringing Pollard up.
1: Yeah. I've heard some concerns in the industry about that as well. Uh, A few people have brought that point up that they might bring Zeke in. They might bring Leonard Fournette in. They think that somebody else is going to come into that backfield. We're not really worried about Ronald Jones. I do like Malik Davis. I, if I was the Cowboys, I would believe in Malik Davis personally, Um I don't hate doing that start. I don't hate doing the Amon-Ra, Pollard start here and there, getting a couple of those <laughs> when you're in that. Because I think you need to be looking at that, specifically like that 10, 11, 12 spot, as kind of do whatever you want to do. We talked about that tier that ends you know, with A.J. Brown, Stephon Diggs. Once that tier is gone and you're looking at Amon-Ra, Devontae Adams, like you know Saquon Barkley, as we brought up, I don't, I don't want to say I don't care, but like that becomes a whole nother large tier. And if you want to start your week 17 correlation by doing that, those two teams playing a dome by all means, go for it. Like right now, I don't, I'm fine with it. I get your point about getting, getting Pollard in the third, if that becomes a thing, great, but he's going to have to drop to the late third in order for that to happen.
2: And there's even cases against what I just said. Some of you out there might be thinking about it. Like Alexander Madison just got off the board. Okay, mm -hmm. well, if you didn't already do it, you can't pair it with ninth round Alexander Madison. That's just not going to happen again. So there's definite reasons that folks do want to do it today to let it rip.
1: God, I'll probably be surprised every year, but I cannot believe how surprised people were about this Dalvin Cook getting released thing. And the Madison stuff. I mean, you know, not not to toot my own horn because I wasn't the only one, but we were like, just draft Madison now, just do it, do it before Alvin Cook gets released. And uh, I, lo and behold,
2: very into that personally. Out on where he went tonight,
1: I didn't even see where he went. Um, we'll talk about that in a second. Where yeah. do you want to go here? We've got the <sighs> double for the Jags, and we also have the Josh Allen dig stack.
2: Um, I'd probably lean Dobbins or one of those two tight ends. Do you have a favorite out of those three?
1: Um, I don't, but let's go Dobbins for now because I, Dobbins is an overlooked guy for me. He's a guy that I do like a lot, but based on structures that I'm building, I'm usually not gravitating towards JK Dobbins in this particular spot. And he's one of the guys that I think, I need to be cognizant of when I'm drafting. I I get these blind spots for certain players that I have nothing against that I actually want to draft sometimes. And I just need to make sure that I'm drafting them. And uh, I think we all kind of do that.
2: Yeah, That's really the same for Dobbins. The only reason why he kind of stood out for me there is because I know he is one of those blind spots. I was listening to the athletic football show podcast this morning and they were talking about Dobbins at the end of the year last year. Mm-hmm. And he actually averaged seven yards per carry in his last four games to end the season, granted yep. different offensive coordinator and such, but that's a little bit more exciting than what I remembered of JK Dobbins. I remember him limping while running on the field. I don't remember seven yards per carry.
1: So, Well, it was a tough opening for him because he was coming off the injury and Dobbins is kind of like, I guess he's more like Javante Williams than Brees Hall, but, it goes to show you that coming off that injury is is just very, very tough. We're back on the clock here. So we could go pretty much anywhere we want here. We can grab Lawrence to get our double, be done at quarterback if we wanted to. But there's other stuff here. What would you like to do?
2: Um, man, that's tough. I I probably wouldn't do Lawrence. I'd probably lean elsewhere. But if you want to just try it out, I'm totally for it, too.
1: Let's build a Josh Allen Trevor Lawrence team and see what we can do. I think another thing that these three dollar ones can do for us is allow us some experimentation Mm -hmm. to get off of we talk about drafting in certain pockets of drafts, and we're just kind of we become a zombie almost like there's three or four guys in certain pockets that we're drafting over and over, or certain structures we're gearing away towards. Is this minus EV? Probably. But why don't we take it in a $3 draft and see the best team we can draft with doing pretty much a double elite quarterback build here?
2: Yeah, I would fathom there's not too many teams out there with the premium bill stack and a Jags double.
1: Hmm. Um, um, Hacker is in the chat bringing up a, a fantastic point. This is something I like to do with certain players, and maybe Dobbins is the one to do it with. He says he started taking Dobbins in the fourth to not have to pass on the good players in round five, six. And allowing himself to get some different, unique combinations with Dobbins. I like that take personally.
2: Yeah. Especially is... when you're just in a huge tier. Like, let's move those around a little bit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And this is like two years ago. Unfortunately, I had this epiphany with the fifth round wide receivers. It was Godwin, Evans, Cup, um, Robert Woods two years ago, the fifth round. Jamar chase was in that little range right there. Mm -hmm. And I think it was mid August where I finally like had this epiphany, like, Hey, I can draft these guys in the fourth round and then get two of them. And I really, really wish that I had come up, you know, that light bulb had hit earlier, because I don't know if people remember that particular year, but there's a lot of guys in the fourth that we just didn't particularly love. Alan Robinson was a guy we were drafting there and we didn't know he was going to be as bad as he was going to be, but nobody really loved Alan Robinson that year. Nobody loved Terry McLaurin in that range. He was fine, but I I think that's just a great take and allowing you to differentiate your teams.
2: Yeah. And we're seeing a whole bunch of zero or hero RB teams here. going to be interesting to see how people react to us going double late quarterback. Does mm-hmm. anybody else feel a little bit of panic? Because we're kind of at that QB tier. Are right. people gonna feel it and start pulling them up?
1: That could be something that happens. Um we we do see quarterbacks go a little bit earlier on DK already. So especially on this particular site, it could it could cause a panic reaction. And I yeah. do see that Madison went five oh three in this draft.
2: Yeah. And somebody like Lewis Johnson here might just really need another tight end.
1: He did, actually. He went with the triple tight end. So he's got Kelsey Andrews Waller. So let's look at it. He went Kelsey, Jonathan Taylor, Mark Andrews, Justin Herbert, Alexander Madison, Kadarius is his one wide out, and Darren Waller currently. It's a, it's a choice, is what I'll yeah. say. It's, yeah. it's a choice.
2: I'm feeling really good about uh, the two three spots being in this draft with us.
1: I don't I don't hate this two spot and we'll talk about it. It's is it something I would typically do? No. It's what he does after this point, is what I yeah. would say. I, if they
0: stopped
2: at running bad. back, you can make a case.
1: I think it's not terrible. We are back on the clock here.
2: Uh-oh. We Where just we got we? autoed.
1: No, we didn't, did we?
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, I was too busy looking at other teams.
2: It it we must uh, up in the top right, we must have not done one or two in a row. Auto draft is slidered on in the top right hand corner. Oh shit. Uh, no go back to yeah. Uh
1: that's what it I was. Cause I was just letting that. I was just letting the queue pick. That's I forgot well, that this is in uh, the other site. That's all right. We yeah. can still work with Isaiah it's, Pacheco. It's fine.
2: It's not the end of the world.
1: Everybody relax. We're fine. All right, so let's look at this two-team because we were talking about it. It's Jamar Chase, Alave, Josh Jacobs, Joe Burrow to stack with Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon to double stack that, Damian Pierce, Miles Sanders. So they get two elite wide receivers. They get a, a decent core of RBs here. I mean, Jacobs, Mixon, Pierce Sanders. I'm not big on Sanders, but if you're doing this type of build, more than fine with Sanders being the fourth running back for you. Again, it just it matters what they do the rest of the way here. Yeah. I would I would be hammering wide receiver if I was them going forward. Um if that's what they do. I think I think this is a build we need to be looking at a bit more. Not I don't think it's something we should be doing frequently, but I think it's something we should be considering here and there. We do see a quarterback run go after our Pacheco mistake yeah. with Tua, Deshaun Watson, Dak Prescott, yeah. um, Gabe Davis goes, which is fine because I did not want to grab grab Gabe Davis right here, so that's okay for me. Let's go to the board. Get ready for our next pick here. Let's see where Moxie goes. I think there's plenty of good options on this board. He goes with Rashad Bateman. I do like pickens. I'm I'm open though.
2: Um do you like so I, I like a wide receiver here, especially with the pet pick. Um, I would go pickens over Cooks.
1: Okay. Let's uh let's just look at the wideouts and make sure there's Is nothing. Is Dotson else in...
2: around or did he go? I did not catch
1: Dotson. Must have won. Okay. Um
2: Let's Here, I'm pick them gonna... so we don't go on auto draft. Yet.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm doing. All right, we're not on auto draft. <laughs> uh, we saw that Dodson okay, went, he went actually seven Okay, so I do like Pickens. Uh, I on Deontay Johnson going in the sixth round feels early, doesn't it?
2: It that is a bit above where he normally goes for sure. Uh, I personally, I'm. I want both of those guys, some of them. Mm -hmm. I'm probably not taking them together. Maybe if it just falls right, but whoever goes later is fine for me in the draft.
1: I did tell B. Kurt beforehand that I was, my mental state was not perfect tonight. So (laughs) we'll, we'll take the blame for the auto draft over on this side of things.
2: Well, and when we're looking at the board here and we're scrolled down, we can't tell even. Like, there's a nice little auto draft right. indicator if you scroll up, but like, yes, how far not when we are you're down in the draft, you no. <laughs> can't. So,
1: yeah.
2: Oh, well, you learn.
1: Live and, and you Pacheco's
2: learn. not a terrible pick there either.
1: I don't think so either. I think it's actually fine. It, I don't hate it. Like, if I'm not
2: to go to running back. I would have leaned him or Montgomery, anyways. So. Yeah,
1: Rashad White would have been a name I would have thrown in there as well, but it's it's whatever, man. I like as long as it wasn't James Connor, I'm yeah. perfectly fine with it. I'm just not on James Conner at all this year. Just uh I'm gonna be right about not liking James Conner one year.
2: This it's is gonna, gonna be that year. If this is the Those year will pay off. <laughs> it's gonna happen.
1: I'm gonna be right, damn it.
2: Uh um. Oh, we see the Kirk Cousins stack happening. We got a Tua stack, a Watson stack. Lots of people getting their quarterback. That this is room.
1: true. The fun one is always Hurts, right? Because if you grab Hurts on the second round and you don't have A.J. Brown, it is very tough to stack Jalen Hurts at that point.
2: Yeah, you're you almost are... counting on Dallas Goddard, but like, you yeah. have to go and get him too. Like we can't be taking Aaron Jones over him if you actually wanted to stack Jalen Hurts here for this person. Yeah, you
1: gotta you gotta be looking at Hurts, DeAndre. I mean, with Hurts, you gotta be looking at DeAndre Swift, Dallas Goddard. A little easier on DK. It's a little more um it feels a little better taking Quez Watkins in the 20th round as opposed to the 18th round. So that's something I'll do with Jalen Hurts occasionally when I have him. Yeah. So Rob says that he has at least one auto draft every draft, ADHD. I don't usually, but the last two streams I have autoed and it is, it's not felt great, is what I will say. We are going to be coming up on the clock again. Some interesting names on this board for us here. I would like for this Kamara situation to just be figured out.
2: That would be nice. Just to have but, a little bit of certainty at this point. He only got in trouble, what, a good well, year? 15 and a half
1: years ago. ago? Yeah. It happened in the 84 NBA All-Star game or something like that. Um, I'd be looking at Zay Flowers here personally.
2: Yeah. That is it was him or AJ Dillon if you wanted to go to running back. I love Zay Flowers to get us a pair with Dobbins, and yep. then we can try to leave with a Miami running back.
1: Yes. All right, let's do that. Because so I want to hit another wide receiver before we get another running back. Um
2: yeah, and we're basically this is the end of wide receivers too. I mean, I, yes. I could see some people even saying Zay isn't in it, but like in this draft, we're drafting that he is in the tier. Like from here, you're really hoping and praying. I like J Mo, but like he's not for everybody and it's risky, but
1: yeah, and I think J Mo is very much um build dependent. So you have to have the correct build in order to draft him. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like we could have, we could have sustained it. This Chase Alave start would not be a team that I think could do it personally. Yeah. So I think you need to be cognizant of your builds when you're looking at players like him, like Alvin Kamara, and stuff. And when we start doing some more drafter stuff, those guys are going to be real interesting to talk about because I think they should be pretty far down the draft board where you're looking at cumulative scoring as opposed so to playing for playoffs.
2: You're going to be floored by this, Rob. So JMO going about 116, 118 on underdog and DraftKings. He mm-hmm. was w- getting drafted ADP 101 on drafters the other day when I looked like over a round ahead on his worst format.
1: Absurd! It literally, it literally doesn't make sense to me. I, I don't, sometimes I just don't understand. Like it doesn't compute. We are getting close to the clock here. We got two people in front of us. We did see a chain go, which was something that I would have wanted to talk about here.
2: Yeah. There is someone similar to a chain that I'm kind of thinking we might want to consider. Yeah. I
1: think we're both eyeballing the same stuff here. Um, we see Rashad we Penny don't have ago. to take
2: Rashad Penny. I know you hate him, but uh, we could have in this build.
1: Oh, we will never take Rashad Penny on a stream that I'm running the draft. Just so you know, <laughs> it's just not happening. Um, Charbonnet, you were talking about, right?
2: Absolutely. I think yeah, that's right. a really easy pick here.
1: Look, I, I'm I'm gonna put my money where my mouth is on this particular player, Rashad Penny. I don't know how often I've talked about it on stream. I know I've had some offline discussions with some people that other people will know um i won't i won't say any names right now but i got into a big fight about rashad penny and i don't think he's gonna make the team at all i think he's getting cut or it's that think piece that we saw the other day where he starts on ir for some reason with the eagles
2: yeah I'm not super concerned if he doesn't make the team. So, what's the worst case? They trade him, they cut him. I think he's oh, so talented, he's gonna play this year for someone.
1: I, I, dude, I I don't know. I think we've been um, we've been wanting this to happen for too long. We've seen flashes, but it just might be done. It's just he's a running back. And I understand that he's still not completely like at the age gap, but the injury history, teams aren't just really going to believe in him. I don't know where he's going to get the opportunity.
2: Well, we are very different on this account, and that's completely fine. We all have these little takes, whatnot. Rob, I want to play a game with you. Guess my penny percentage on DraftKings.com.
1: Oh, 17%. Higher. 24%. Higher. Oh my God. You're going to be so broke this year. 30% (laughs) higher. Dude, what is it at? 40. Oh my God. RIP. RIP. I think he's a talented
2: dude.
1: I just, I think he's in a bad spot. I think he's in a really, really tough spot right now. How are we feeling about Swift then? I like Swift. I don't like where he's getting drafted particularly.
2: Feels a little Uh, rich.
1: It's a little high, the sixth round, but I I do like Swift. What I think happened there is I think they signed Rashad Penny, right? They were losing. They were definitely losing Miles Sanders, obviously. He went to Carolina. They knew they needed another running back. They signed Rashad Penny to absolute nothing. He makes the least amount out of all the running backs on the team. And what I think happened was DeAndre Swift became available, and it's something they weren't expecting.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And they saw an opportunity to go get a guy they liked even more than Rashad Penny. So now they get there. I know he's not a one-for-one replacement with, with um, Miles Sanders, but the rotation of the three guys that they have, which would be Gainwell, which would be Swift, and which would be Boston Scott, I think they're going to be real comfortable going into the season with – and unless Rashad Penny just absolutely balls out in the offseason program and maybe a preseason game or two, which is what he's going to have to do, I they're going to go into the season. I don't see them going in with four running backs. They're going to go in with three. Yeah. So totally is,
2: in the range of outcomes.
1: Right. And so it's just a bet that I'm willing to make that easy on man. Yeah. Out. To your and, point,
2: he could go somewhere. But yeah. And in- Just to, uh, I want to put this out there for folks. I'm taking him in like zero and hero RB builds. If I was drafting four running backs, five running backs, he's not in those builds. Right. We're talking, I'm having seven and I'm hoping for a few spike weeks out of each and every one of the seven. All
1: right. We are going to be back on the clock here. This is going to be a pretty interesting range for us. There are some names that we can go with here. Anyone jumping Donta Foreman going before Khalil Herbert is That's weird,
2: kind of surprising.
1: Do you like um, Herbert? Do you like one of these running
2: backs? I, I haven't seen Gibson go this late in a long time. I yeah, kind of no. like him there, but we don't have any real correlation. Only if we think he's a tier ahead of these other folks,
1: we can grab Gibson. Okay. We can we can either find correlation or we can one off him like it's. Yeah. If we think that he's of such a value there, I'm fine with drafting him without the correlation. Um, Not a huge deal for me in that aspect.
2: So we got a pretty nice lineup going.
1: Yeah, let's go over the team really quickly. We have – how do I want to look at this? Let's look at it down here. We have Josh Allen, J.K. Dobbins, Isaiah Pacheco, Stephon Diggs, Calvin Ridley, Christian Kirk, George Pickens, Trevor Lawrence, Zay Flowers, Zach Charbonnet, and Antonio Gibson. So, pretty fun team to start a two-four-five-zero build right out the gate here.
2: Uh, so, we have a couple things that I want to start talking about here for our next pick. We kind of got to decide if we want to fully punt tight end with this pick. And we also will have to consider, do we want Tank Bigsby to super stack the Jaguars?
1: Right. Um, Or do we want to make a bet on our Kansas City side and go with Mm -hmm. Rasheed Rice to go with Isaiah Pacheco to get our our six wide receiver?
2: I like that.
1: Let's do that. That gives
2: us a Jag stack, a Bill stack, a Baltimore stack, and a KC stack. Correct.
1: We get some of the best offenses in the AFC. We're only missing one, essentially.
2: Which one do you have up there that we're missing?
1: Cincinnati. Right. Or so we have. I mean, but Cincinnati is so concentrated. That it is hard to it will be hard to do something similar with them, with this. You're you're sacrificing probably your bill stack to make this a Kansas City one. I mean, to mm-hmm. make this a to make this a Cincinnati one as well. Uh, whereas you can kind of get Jags here and there, you can kind of get Baltimore players here and there. Kansas City, you can get like we did with Pacheco, Rasheed Rice. Uh, but uh,
2: MVS is dropping. Love and- it. I mean, he's not, like, super great, but, like, where he's going, he's totally viable.
1: It's expectations. People, people are not understanding the expectations for a player like MVS. Where you're drafting him, what he is for your team, you're drafting him generally as your sixth or seventh wide receiver. And I kind of put, oh, how many weeks am I looking for this guy to hit my lineup? When i'm drafting a player there and if i get three weeks out of mvs with one of them being a huge week or two of them being a huge week that's a win when he's going in the 14th 15th round right what people are their expectations when they draft him is that he's a starting wide receiver on the kansas city chiefs and he should be hitting their lineup you know frequently half the season or you know eight games nine games and that's just That's never been who he was. He was getting overdrafted last year. I was part of that. But when you're getting a starting wide receiver on the Kansas City Chiefs late, I mean, the D-hop thing can absolutely blow that up a little bit. And you understand what kind of player he is. We saw him do it two times last year. He had two huge games. He had one real big game. It just unfortunately came in the playoffs. So.
2: Yeah, I'm still taking quite a bit of MVS.
1: Yeah, when he's in that range, it's it's an easy click, in my opinion.
2: All right, would you run through each of the positions real quick? Just so you sure. can kind of see what's out there. Sure, we're
1: going to look at quarterback, even though we're done. We're seeing like Kyler Murray, Jordan Love, Kenny Pickett, but we are all set at QB. Running back, we'll see, we will see Jalen Warren, Mostert, Tank Bigsby, Devin Singletary, Roshan Johnson, Nico Collins, the aforementioned MVS, Hodgins, Van Jefferson – DPJ, Jalen Hyatt, DJ Chark. Still a fun little tier, in my opinion, in Mm -hmm. the wide receiver. And at tight end, we're seeing like Sam Laporta, Gerald Everett, Irv Smith, Dawson Knox.
2: Yeah. I like what's there at tight end, too. So not having A yet, I think we're just fine.
1: I agree. There's a few ways we could play that if we wanted to as well. All right, so we are on the clock. If we wanted to go tight end, I'd be looking at Everett or Irv Smith here. Irv Smith really correlates with our team pretty well. We get week 16, 17 correlations. Running back, I'm not thrilled with. I think we can push running back to the next pick.
2: Um, Why don't we take a tight end? Um, I'm into Laporta, Smith, Everett, any of those three. So if you want Smith, I think that's a good spot to take them.
1: Let's grab Smith and just get the correlation. I don't hate Laporta, but we literally have zero correlation with him. And if they're all kind of the same guy, then just get the guy that correlates the best with our team is what I would say.
2: And I, when we come back around here, I know I mentioned possibly getting Tank Bigsby. Now that I'm thinking about our four running backs, probably don't want him.
1: Yep. And he goes anyways. yeah, I mean, I think running back was a spot that we could pick one here if we wanted to, or we can p- kick the can a little bit to get another two.
2: Yeah, and I, think I, I really like enough. that last kind of decent tier of wide receiver to grab one more before that dries up when it comes back in the 15th round.
1: I completely agree on that. I do want to take a peek after our next pick and see. I think that team... Yeah, dude, the team that was in the two hole, we're going to go back to that team in a second because I think they're I think they're drafting super smart. Like there's guys on the team that I particularly don't love, but whatever, when you're drafting it properly.
2: The build is interesting. The, the, the players, I'm with you, but the build is interesting.
1: Right. So We'll take a look at that in a second after our next pick. But I do, not I do. I like the build overall. All right, we're going to be on the clock here in a second. All right, let's look at this wide receiver tier. Do we like any of these wide receivers more than others?
2: Um, It's a pretty interesting group. I'd, I like kind of the more explosive guys, Hyatt, Shahid, Mims.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Do you like any anybody else you want to talk about? Um,
1: just pick which one you like the best, and we'll take them.
2: Uh, let's do M. We'll do Hyatt. Hyatt's we high. did Hyatt. All right, turn auto high. draft <laughs>
1: off. Yeah, that's where I'm going to next. Great. Um, so we grabbed Hyatt just because, again, you said that was like a kind of a tier. Yeah, I agree. I would have thrown DPJ into that conversation as well because I think he's explosive. As well, he's another MVS esque player where when you get weeks out of him there are potential explosion weeks from him. So another guy that I'm not like in love with, but I will take care in there.
2: Yeah. I'm kind of mixing through those guys shaheed yes. hyatt mims jalen reed i yeah. really like kind of those especially in what type of build we got going on right now we're the year seventh yeah. we're not relying on them at all we're just looking for i'm personally just looking for that big upside come late in the year Agreed. it looks like totally hackers big in on shaheed
1: yeah shaheed's a guy that i should be drafting a little more he's He's a blind spot player for me because of those other guys we mentioned, but I need to start mixing him in a little bit more. Um, so let's look at this team, too, again, because I just I find the build relatively interesting. So they went Chase Olave, so they get two stud wide receivers. They go Josh Jacobs, Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, Damian Pierce, Miles Sanders. So they start with four RBs, two wide receivers, and a quarterback. They get a double stack for Cincinnati. And then they do what they're supposed to do. They go Brandon Cooks, Michael Thomas, Juju Smith-Schuster, Alan Lazard, Derek Carr to stack with Alave, Romeo Dubs from Green Bay. They just grabbed their first tight end where they grab Gerald Everett. Uh, so they they push tight ends to the bottom, which I'm totally fine with. Now, individual player takes, I don't like Michael Thomas. I don't like Juju. I don't love Alan Lazard. I'm meh on Romeo Dubs. Like, but I think for this build that doesn't matter so much because what you're doing is you're starting with two stud wide receivers that you're hoping make your lineup on most weeks, right? You're pretty much counting on chase Olave to be there a healthy amount of the weeks. And then you're mixing in all these guys. Some of them have better floors than ceilings, like a Juju Smith Schuster, excuse me. We think he'll catch a lot of passes this year, but it won't be overly explosive. Michael Thomas is a gigantic question mark. Lazard might be a safety blanket for for Aaron Rodgers. What if
2: Rodgers just is like, man, this Garrett Wilson guy, he can't run his routes exactly how I want him to. I'm going to Lazard. That's possible.
1: Oh, it's totally possible. Not something I would put past Aaron Rodgers. All right, we are back on the clock.
2: So we got a two four seven one going. We got both Miami running backs there. Chuba's there that goes a little bit later. You want a running back here or you want to go elsewhere?
1: Would you want to go tight end instead? I feel like running back Uh, makes more sense here. Yeah. Do you like either of the Miami's better? Do you like Wilson Uh, over Mostert?
2: Yes, but I'd take Mostert here. Oh well. That's
1: fine. we're a little late. So
2: I like Wilson a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, I can go full contract bro and why his contract is better. And I think where we're looking at Miami, we don't know a whole lot about how they're going to use a chain where they want him to be. If a chain is duplicative to one of those two guys, I think it's Moster. I don't gotcha. know. That's totally, you know, speculating from afar but i think wilson will have his role regardless of who the starter is
1: gotcha um i can i can see it that way i also could see i don't know it's just to me it's just a gigantic question mark there more so than some other backfields
2: and if he comes around we'll just take moster and it'll just be perfect we'll have them both
1: oh wouldn't hate that
2: that, are that's you? me playing to the crowd because there's somebody completely different I want. So we just need to start <laughs> players like Jordan Love and Mostert and Pickett.
1: There you go. They can take CJ Stroud too, right? And Brock Purdy and Zeke. Just do all of them. Um, the Dalvin Cook thing's interesting too. I, I just I'm not buying this Miami thing as much as some other people are. No, I just don't know why they would take A chain and then grab <laughs> Dalvin Cook.
2: I think it'd be really stupid for miami to sign him personally but
1: yeah it feels it would feel real weird all right we are back on the clock where were you thinking
2: um let's go to tight end okay okay what i was looking at i didn't want to say out loud because i don't think we need to uh what's that wide receiver anything jumping out to you i think we're kind of flat for me um do we want to get chuba and just be done here
1: Oh chuba's a good bring back. Yeah, let's do Chuba because he's a good bring back for Jacksonville. yeah
2: and then we're um, done at quarterback with two we're done at running back with six.
1: Well, we are theoretically done at running back. I think we I think our build might be allowing for a luxury pay, pick late if we'd end up deciding that yeah. we want one more RB. but theoretically we are done at running back.
2: We could sneak somebody in like Pierre Strong late or something like that because he's going to probably start getting frequently drafted here with uh, James Robinson's waving today.
1: Oh, did he get waved today? He did, yeah. Oh, that's so sad. After I got yelled at that James Robinson was definitely making the team, man. People
2: were so certain he was the number two. I mean,
1: it was so... The, that con I mean, we're going full contract on this episode, but they literally weren't paying him anything.
2: I'm secretly a contract bro i I can like <laughs> look at Spo track and read. It's you know, so I'm pretty intelligent.
1: um, well, I'm glad you brought that up because I missed that he got waived, yeah,
2: yeah, it was announced during the middle of the chat between Eric and pat in the discord and so there was two hours of sam howell chat in the spike week discord today if anybody wants to go and read eric and pat's (laughs) thoughts it was right during the middle of that so i think it got buried just a touch
1: Ah, okay yes i was uh i was working on something else today and was did not have my boots on the ground here in new england so i apologize i should have known
2: rob in the chat I see you mentioned Fast and the Furious here. I got a question for you. The newest Fast and the Furious, Fast X. Can you rate it at 1 to 10? I have not seen it yet.
1: I haven't seen it yet. I'm a gigantic fraud. I don't know if you've ever seen my license plate.
2: I have, have not. Seen... Oh. What is your license plate, Rob? I'm oh, dying my now. God.
1: Oh, my God. I'll have to find it. Give me a minute. I'll pull it up. Can you keep me posted on when we're on the clock? Yeah, absolutely.
2: A... All right, we have a question in the chat line from Benjamin. You like Dubs or Collins? I'm probably leaning Dubs, which is new for me. If you would have asked me one week ago, two weeks ago, I would have went Collins. few things about Dubs. He's apparently really looking like Jordan loves safety blanket in mini camp and OTAs up in Green Bay, which I found interesting. I kind of assumed he'd get pushed to the side with Reed. Also, Nico Collins, uh, Evan Silva had a really interesting remark about him. He's not so sure Nico Collins is going to be in three wide receiver sets. (laughs) That's fantastic.
1: That is my car. So, that is my license plate. So, I'm a giant fraud for not seeing fast end yet. So, you're all welcome. Now, you know, if you're in Massachusetts, And you see that car that is
2: I Vin Diesel going around fantastic.
1: (laughs) I get tagged in so many things because of my license plate. Everyone posting my license plate in car groups and stuff. But yes. um, So there you go. There's my license plate. And I sort of heard you talking about Nico Collins.
2: Yeah just a little bit of Evan Silva fought on him, which I found interesting because Evan obviously is pretty in the weeds and talks to intelligent people around the league. So,
1: hmm. Speaking of people that talk to intelligent people around the league, I will be on a stream Wednesday night with John Daigle doing a draft. Not on the Spike Week channel. It's on Daigle's, I believe, the 444 4 channel. So feel free to tune into that on Wednesday night as me and uh
2: what type of draft are you guys doing do you know yet
1: um i'm guessing it's going to be the ten dollar dk nice that is what i believe it's going to be because he wants to do a dk draft so everybody wants to do dk drafts huh (laughs) that's just it's
2: it is the
1: season Tis the season all right let's look at tight end well we're getting ready to be on the clock here What do you think
2: about Isaiah Likely?
1: I like Isaiah Likely a lot. He's the one
2: that I was looking at last time around, and then I was like, ah, we probably can push it.
1: Okay. We can do Likely. I still would like to get one more at some point. Let's look at the wide receivers here. Wide receiver starting to get real, real thin as well. Josh is saying that Fast X was the best of the series. I have a hard time believing that, but we'll gander. We'll take a look at some of They're all so
2: good. They're just like all these individual masterpieces.
1: The first one kills me because the first one. So the first one is literally um, Point Break, but with with cars. So I don't know if you remember Point Break. I'm old (laughs) as hell. A little
2: bit before my time, Rob.
1: Well, they remade it. But Which is stupid because the original was Keanu Reeves. So, amazing movie. But it's literally the same movie. It's just, instead of surfing, it's with cars. And in the first Fast and the Furious, they're like stealing DVD players and stuff. And you're like, holy shit, this franchise has been around a lot longer than I thought it was.
2: That's yeah bad. and like eating tuna sandwiches was a huge plot line in a movie and yeah. now they're like jumping cars from skyscraper to skyscraper it's <laughs> came a long way yeah.
1: that's called character development i don't know if you guys know that's what we plan to do with these drafts we're going to be drafting teams and then we're going to eventually be launching um spike week literally into space to draft teams so
2: Oh, well, somebody call Elon Musk and see if we can get up into space for the first best ball space draft ever. Hmm. Oh, well, somebody just made my shit list taking Hunter Henry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, do we want to look at tight end here?
2: Uh, tight end, or if you have a strong Khalil Shakir take.
1: Um, I don't hate taking Shakira for this for the stack here. That's not the worst idea.
2: Okay. Well, I was I was really thinking we'd be able to get Hunter Henry in the nineteenth, which I getting him in the nineteenth all the time for our bring back. So that's pretty disappointing.
1: I'm actually just glad that it took Shakira because I don't think I actually clicked on it and we still got him. So that's good. <laughs> Wait, what are we ranking on a five star scale here, Dave? Which one? Like which Fast and the Furious movie? That's what I need to know. The first one? Five. Amazing. They're all fast. class. <laughs> 10. <laughs> 5.7. I don't know. It's Fast and the Furious. You know what you're getting. Garbage. Yeah, I, well, I, I
2: want <laughs> to go watch a fun movie and be entertained for two hours. It's yeah. Great. Perfect. Yeah. I also, Rob, you're going to love this take if you like that one. I love Gerard Butler movies.
1: Oh, my God. We were just at the movies the other day, and they had the new Gerard Butler movie coming out. And I was like, literally every Gerard Butler trailer is the same trailer. It just, the setting might be a little different, but the trailer is just always yeah, the same thing. Like
2: A plane, a boat, <laughs> uh, the apocalypse, whatever it is, sign me up for any Gerard Butler movie.
1: <laughs> Have you seen the movie? It came out like 15
2: years ago or so,
1: but did you ever see the movie "Shoot 'Em up with Clive Owen?
2: I have not seen Shoot 'em Up. I've never heard of this Clive Owen person.
1: You don't know who Clive Owen is, bro? It's it's Clive Owen and
2: Paul Giamonte.
1: And um, it might be one of the most genius movies I've ever seen in my life. It was right, so, so everyone good.
2: Everyone go find Shoot 'em Up. That's the, Rob's movie recommendation of the week.
1: If you're looking for an action movie that is very self aware and does particular things because of how self-aware it is go watch them up how do you not know who clive owen is have you watched a movie ever
2: i so i started watching movies in 2007
1: how old are you 12 how old are you
2: i'm in my mid 30s but we didn't have like good cable where i grew up so like it was only when i got to college that i started to be able to like stream movies and stuff oh my god all right Um, let's see these tight ends let's take a look at tight end If anybody wants to ask if I've seen a movie, feel free to throw in the chat line. We are in the 19th and 20th (laughs) round. It's a fun game to wrap this up with.
1: Exactly. I do have a movie to bring up after redraft. Let's start with this question first. What are your thoughts on Jake Ferguson?
2: I've seen a lot of people be into him i wasn't but there's enough people that i consider smart like in the discord and stuff that are talking about being in on them that i want mm-hmm. more
1: all right it gives us a week 15 and 16 correlation so let's let's do ferguson as our third tight end
2: yeah and i think he's a nice third tight end too kind of ping-ponging yep. with our irv smith with our isaiah likely now we get ferguson where I almost think of smith and likely as more spike week players where ferguson might be a little bit more steady and be that player that kind of gets that floor production for us if not spikes
1: have you seen the movie sin city
2: no jesus christ
1: i, I i'm gonna get a migraine in about a second
2: is it better or worse than shoot him up
1: um well they're they're two totally different tone of movies the original sin city i personally think was a really good movie it's visually different than a lot of other things that you'll watch it's it was done very well i haven't watched it since it came out but i'm guessing it holds up so if you're like looking for a good movie to watch that's action-oriented sin city is definitely the pick if you're looking for just something fun and stupid shoot them ups
2: the movie i might have to check these out we'll see we'll uh, see
1: we're gonna have to have a movie stream at some point where i yeah. just yell at you about movies
2: or we're picking best ball players and we got to like correlate them to a movie somehow and describe <laughs> them as a movie that, that could be a good time maybe when we get a little bit deeper into july and are super <laughs> looking for something to do
1: alan robinson would correlate with a horror movie
2: like they're forgotten oh, or something. I was thinking something about a garbage truck.
1: <laughs> sure. We can find that as well. All right. So we currently have a two, six, eight, three build. Mm-hmm. So I think this last pick could be running back. It could be wide receiver. Yeah. Is there anything that stands out to you on these RBs or <sighs> these wide outs? <sighs>
2: What do you think about grabbing one of the New England wide receivers for a Bill's bring back?
1: For a booty, maybe?
2: A booty, a Parker, a Bourne. Uh,
1: let's grab Parker. Just in case. I mean, I, I need to grab some more booty here and there. Yeah. but
2: Oh, could that be a new title of this screen? <laughs> grabbing
1: grabbing some more booty we had we would have had to draft him in order for it to be the title
2: okay next time on spike week grabbing that booty
1: oh i doubt he saw this movie did you see the king arthur movie
2: no and if i knew there was two dudes named clive that started it i definitely wouldn't watch it
1: wow wow king arthur that one came out in 2004 i believe i have an unhealthy movie knowledge by the way I worked at Blockbuster for about three years. So my my knowledge of when movies actually came out is disgusting, especially for that time frame. I can uh, throw years out, which grosses me Pretty out. Pretty impressive. Honestly. Grosses me out, honestly. Um, old school Nick Cage is the best of bad action. The Rock and Face Off. The Rock is an amazing movie, first of all. Have you seen The Rock?
2: I have not seen The Rock Nor Face Off. Oh, my God. I have (laughs) seen God in 60 Seconds. That's about the oldest Nick Cage movie I can think I've seen.
1: That's a great movie, too. How many movies do you think you've seen in your life?
2: Uh, Hundreds. Hundreds. But now we have to, like, shift to recent and also free on streamers. (laughs) It's like all the trashy garbage Netflix movies. Yep.
1: All right, let's go over our team real quick. So we got Josh Allen, J.K. Dobbins, Isaiah Pacheco, Stefan Diggs, Calvin Ridley, Christian Kirk, Irv Smith, George Pickens, Trevor Lawrence, Zay Flowers, Zach Charbonnet, Antonio Gibson, Rasheed Rice, Jalen Hyatt, Jeff Wilson Jr., Chuba Hubbard, Isaiah Likely, Khalil Shakur, Jake Ferguson, Devontae Parker. Let's look at our Week 17 Correlation, which I think we did pretty well here. We did a a New England Buffalo stack with Allen, Diggs, Shakur, and Parker. We got Carolina, Jacksonville with Lawrence, Ridley, Kirk, Chuba. We get Miami with Baltimore with J.K. Dobbins, Jeff Wilson, Zay Flowers, Isaiah Likely. And we get the Cincinnati KC one with Isaiah Pacheco, Rasheed Rice, and Irv Smith. Very, very interesting Week 17 correlations, games that I really like for the most part. What are your overall thoughts on this roster that Uh, we have put together?
2: I really think we landed the plane darn well on this. We got into like four of the top six offenses Week 17 matchups with heavy correlations. Uh, I probably wouldn't draft this consolidated in the DK 10, Mm -hmm. but in something like the three here with just a 275 person final i think this is a pretty awesome team and i think you might win fifty thousand dollars. all
1: right let's hope so the the one thing that i probably wouldn't have done in the dk10 is come to this isaiah likely pick which i do like mm-hmm. don't don't get me wrong i like it but i probably would have um offset my tight end here just to a different team but other than that i i like this team quite a bit um, yeah, that's fun it is a fun team So
2: should we look at Moxie or somebody else's and give them a quick ranking?
1: Sure. Let's look at Moxie's team real quick. We have AJ Brown, Garrett Wilson, Lamar Jackson, Christian Watson, TJ Hawkinson, Jordan Addison, David Montgomery, Rashad Bateman, Anthony Richardson, Rashad Penny, Rondell Moore, Kendra Miller, Sam LaPorta, Roshan Johnson, Jaden Reed. Raheem Mostert, Josh Downs, Malik Davis, Jelani Woods, and Nelson Aguilar, which I'm guessing is a double for Lamar, right? Um, I don't hate it.
2: I think it's pretty fun.
1: It's a fun team. He's got some team um, correlation going on, even on teams that he didn't stack with the quarterback. It's, uh, you know, he does the Addison-Hawkinson double without getting Kirk Cousins, which I think is – relatively fine
2: well and it's kind of fun because Kirk cousins can he can throw enough that those two go off and he still stays underneath his bonus he can throw you know 275 yards and three touchdowns those guys get it you got christian watson on the bring back it's a pretty Mm -hmm. fun team
1: i think it's a fun team i want to go back to this two-hole team let's just we've talked about it the whole draft let's just go through it so it was the chase alave josh jacobs joe burrow Joe Mixon, Damian Pierce, Miles Sanders, Brandon Cooks, Mike Thomas, Juju, Lazard, Carr, Dubs, Everett Knox, Ezekiel Elliott, Tyler Conklin, Leonard Fournette, Tim Patrick, Devon Duvernay. And I think this team screwed it up at the end, personally. I think 2693 for this build is probably not right. The two quarterbacks are fine. The three tight ends are fine. If I was making this build and I was making this bet on Jacobs, Mixon, Pierce Sanders, I'd be fine with you taking a shot on Elliott or Fournette, but not both. And I would have hammered one more wide receiver here, particularly maybe two up in this range and push my second two tight ends down. So maybe getting a Mims, a clay pool, a downs, something, anything else in this range, right? Well, I guess you couldn't have got Mims, but you could have gotten Jaden Reed, Taekwon Thornton, Mechie, yeah. like Slayton. These guys, I would have probably tried to grab instead and push the tight ends down a little bit and reverse this to one running
2: back. You know,
1: but I but think they out. did decent.
2: Shout out for them for going and getting their guy, Devin Duvernay. Wide receiver six on the Baltimore Ravens.
1: (laughs) Well, I think that just it's indicative of what this build became, right? Like, I like the idea. I like the concept. I like the execution through definitely 14 rounds. I think it kind of went off the tracks on the 15th round. And this is when we need to be cognizant of how we're building our teams. Someone wants the 11 team looked at. We can do that. So, Eleven is the one that started with the C CD, D CD Lamb-Amonra correlation. Mm-hmm. They go two more wideouts with Debo Amari Cooper. They grab George Kittle to stack up with Debo Samuel. Swift is their first running back. They come with Deshaun Watson as their QB to stack with Amari Cooper. Gabe Davis. Then they go Samaje Pirine jameson williams which is Ooh, the right type of team. pause oh that's sure. exactly
2: what i was i wanted to say that's the type of team i take J-Mo on right there
1: correct yep so you get to correlation so not only do you have the wide receivers to offset it you have the correlation with amon Saint brown as well and cd lamb grabs russell wilson for the second qb to stack with samaj p ryan for now hammers running back the next three rounds with khalil Harbor, tank bigsby Devin singletary Gets Taekwon Thornton, Brock Purdy for the San Francisco stack, Greg Dortch, Ty Chandler, Musgrave, Zach Ertz, um, who you won't find me drafting. <laughs> I guess a 3683 three build is not terrible. I don't, I like the QBs. The tight end, something that I particularly would have probably done differently is. You went so heavy on wide receiver here with Lamb, Brown, Samuel, Cooper, Gabe Davis, J-Mo. I understand he's suspended, but you also get Tyquan Thornton. I don't know if I want Greg Dortch on this team in this spot going in the 17th round. Perhaps I would, in a spot over here where I would have moved the, the tight ends down, I probably would have moved my tight ends up a little bit, maybe grabbed a, let's see, who was there, a Hunter Henry, or Jake Ferguson or something. I understand Jake Ferguson went a full two rounds past this. But maybe I would have shirred up my tight end spot a little bit more here. I would have probably been with Hunter Henry. And then I would have kicked my last wide receiver down to the 19th or 20th round. But these are little nitpicky things, right? These are yeah. game-breaking things.
2: Yeah, that is a 100% totally live team. I really like it. I actually personally probably stick at Two quarterbacks, but like mm-hmm. finishing a San Francisco double with Purdy, I mean, it's completely fine. All right.
1: The 10 hole is also in this draft, so might as well just go through all it.
2: Oh, hiding, mm-hmm. hiding, not telling us all draft that you're right behind mm-hmm.
1: us. Yes. So we see Eckler, Waddle, Keenan Allen, Travis Etienne, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans. Interesting Bucks double there.
2: Oh, I want to see if they finish it off with Baker.
1: Tua, Cortland Sutton, A-Chain, Zay Jones, um, the 15th Jay Williams. God, sometimes my brain just breaks. Jamal Williams here. Mingo, Chark, Bryce Young to go with a double for Carolina. Hayden Hurst, they'll go a full triple. So they go Carolina with four picks in a row. They and they had Gus.
2: Etienne for the week 17, too. So that, that was very intentional.
1: Mm. They have Gus Edwards, Mike Mayer, Hunter Henry, Cade Otten, Baker Mayfield in the 20th hole. Um, I guess for me, the 20th round pick is like, it's hard to critique a 20th round pick just because of what's left on the board, right? And I don't, I, I'm not as anti-Baker as a lot of other people are, especially when you're taking him 20th round and you double stack, so like, it's fine. My my one thought on it, though, is once you draft Godwin Evans and hell, even Kate Otten, and you have Tua and Bryce Young, I guess you have to determine if you think Tua is a 2QB guy or a 3QB guy. And I'd be almost fine with him being as a 2QB guy and I'd be fine with stacking Godwin Evans and not getting the quarterback. But again, this is a 20th round pick. He's betting on Baker Mayfield. He bet on Tampa to have some sort of explosion in the passing game. I don't, I'm not going to say I hate it. Like, cause I don't. Um, so yeah. What are your thoughts? Baker
2: triple is the perfect way to end this show. (laughs) I've done a couple Baker doubles and talked about it in the discord and people are like, "Ah," a little skittish, but you're in the right crowd here, Taylor.
1: Like, like, it's not something I'm going out of my way to do frequently. Right. Like just not, just not going out of my way to get Baker double and triple stacks, but But, you got to mix them in here and there. I would say the wide receivers uh, are good enough.
2: They're good enough, and sometimes on DraftKings, you have one of those Tampa Bay guys, and the QBs go nuts, and you're like, I'm not escalating QBs by five or six rounds, and you take a stance. Maybe you don't, Rob. I, I take a really hard line stance. I'm not doing this. I'll take Baker in the 19th or 20th, but that's just me. I play well, QB a little bit risky.
1: Well, I also take a lot of elite QB, so it's usually not a big deal for me particularly. Yeah. So I'm the one guy that is getting a healthy dose of elites. Usually. But I think that's gonna do it for our show tonight. be B. Kurt, thank you so much for joining me when uh Eric had to unfortunately not show up tonight. Perhaps he'll be back tomorrow night. But any closing thoughts before we get out of here?
2: Uh keep drafting on DraftKings, folks. It's fun. They got a yeah. board, we got all the spike week tools. I'll see you in the streets.
1: And we'll see you there. Catch you later. Peace. One, two, those were some spicy takes want to stay up to date with all of the other spicy takes we're gonna have over here at spike week why don't you press that subscribe button below you turn notifications on we draft a team boom you know about it we have another spicy take boom you know about it you can be there you can draft with us you want to stay up to date that's how you do it all right we'll catch you later next time here at spike week